0: Warning, what you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. It's time to stop giving a fuck about offending every retarded cocksucker and little bitch pussy. For every asshole twat and chode, the cunts of America will continue to make jokes with the freedom bestowed upon us by the First Amendment. We will no longer be afraid to piss off the woke bastards. In the words of the great Joan Rivers, just lighten the fuck up. These are just jokes, you assholes. I'm fortunate that I'm allowed to partake in beverages. I mean, same. Smokes a combination i'm sure it's like the
1: overdoing it some oh no i overdo it all the time i know but like you're not an alcoholic it's like a different mindset yeah when it's a problem it's a problem as i drink
2: oh when it's like it's a chemical addiction yeah exactly i've never seen well i remember times
0: when you were like so you don't drink whatever it was you're like oh you don't drink this amount and i was like no you don't drink it this often and i was like no yeah yeah. I have
2: my own addiction issues too. Well,
0: not with you necessarily, but just in general. Well, were I like, struggle
2: with alcohol. I, yeah. I, I'm sober right now. I wanted to be high all day and just like drunk every night taking shots and stuff. Like I would have to be, there was I would have to take, take to a shot it. to go on a date. I would have to take a shot to go to the movies and I would just take like six shots. Yeah, that's a problem. That was mm-hmm. like, I mean, that was just like a result of COVID. And also oh. I think I might've learned the behavior from my <laughs> it runs mm-hmm. in my family really bad
0: she stopped everything very quickly and very easily in the sense of it was definitely an external situation that was pressing on a certain nerve and you were just it was a trigger you were coping there was, was a trigger that was saving. happening yeah.
2: yeah but i didn't know how to function without it i didn't mm-hmm. know how to go to social situations and when i quit cold turkey everything like weed and alcohol my back just like spasmed Oof. out and i like re-herniated a disc in my back oh, and then i had like my nerve God. pain going down my leg because i didn't know how to deal with stress yeah but I've never seen anything like experience with alcohol. He would wake up in the morning shaking and need to take a drink.
0: Oh, I've heard about that. That's yeah, full on alcoholism. Help it. Like yeah. I think
2: it's a genetic thing.
1: And Yeah. I mean, once you go down that path, it's like mm-hmm. you got to go sober and that's it. You he know, got
2: pancreatitis um, <gasps> and his liver failed. God. All his organs, he like turned yellow. Now he's um five years sober. Good, for And man. he is like a changed person. He doesn't even look like his old pictures. I never thought I would see the day ever that he mm-hmm. could quit drinking good for him <laughs> good for him
0: all the stuff that you said and all the stuff that you shared right now I really It'll do help appreciate somebody. you're ta- exactly you're taking a risk in being this raw and this honest and I really do appreciate it because I think a lot of people
2: can understand and relate to the experience that you had definitely and yeah yeah he would just like drink like two bottles of whiskey a night like it was holy bad. shit that's rough I know It was bad. It was rough. Well, he's a changed man, so. He's a changed man. And he's doing so well in his life. It really was something he could not control. Mm -hmm. And it took almost killing him to make him go sober. Because he usually happens, right? He hit a bottom.
0: A rock bottom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like life or death bottom. That's probably one of the most intense, severe bottoms that one could go through. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: It was rough. We see live to
0: see the other side. Yeah, but it's interesting in terms of demons, ghosts. It's interesting how it all factors in. Yeah, it does. You know, it's, it's like-, like it's an energy, and it could latch itself on to any part. Well,
1: it's like when people say that somebody seems possessed when they're drunk. Mm. They very well could be.
2: Mm. Yeah, like
1: especially alcoholics. Like they very well could actually be possessed by something else, in it and it's not them, and they don't know what they're doing, and they blacked out mm. because they're possessed.
0: And, like, whatever possessed them decided to fuck with them. Yeah.
1: In their life and people around them. And that's the only time that they can kind of come in and interact with Because your guard is down. Mm-hmm. Because your guard is down and you have no defenses. Oh,
0: this is so interesting. This is interesting, guys. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, definitely his problem was something I've never seen. I know there's everyday drinkers are considered alcoholics, but this was, like, he could not control it yeah
1: he could he not he needed it, the alcohol mm-hmm. yeah.
2: to, to, to just feel normal
1: that's horrible
2: he felt physically ill without it mm-hmm. it was like heroin to him or something some people just I have feel physically that.
1: ill when i
0: have it really
2: it's the alcohol. Opposite. you feel it makes you feel sick yeah
0: next day definitely oh, yeah. sometimes people have different levels and tolerances of how much they can drink and this one there drinks are, a little bit there and are certain
1: there are certain alcohols that i can have like one glass of and i will feel awful pretty mm-hmm. immediately
0: so maybe I have an allergy to some
1: alcohol. Maybe you do.
2: It's mm-hmm. possible.
1: And I really don't like how I feel the next day, even if I've only had one
2: glass. It's literally a poison. Mm-hmm. We poison our liver so that we feel this intoxication. I do. Love and a you a never good good think beer. about it.
0: I love a good mushrooms, and mushrooms is also a poison <laughs> because you're eating a <laughs> okay. mushroom that is poisonous and does not taste good. Nothing good
1: about it. And it's literally making you hallucinate mm-hmm. because it's a
2: poison. It's my favorite. <laughs> is it? It's my favorite drug. <laughs> is it? It's poison. I didn't know that. Well, because mushrooms mushrooms were supposed to be good for you in a way. No. And not addictive. Are they addictive? They're not addictive. I don't think so. They're not
0: addictive, but you could sort of spin anything as good for you. But the thing about mushrooms, yes, they're not addictive. They come from the ground. They're temporary. You know, you can... They're toxics, though. They're actual toxins. But that's what makes you hallucinate and see what you're able to see. I always recommend being outdoors. Mm -hmm. And being older and with people that you trust and with people that you trust because you don't want to do that kick in. You don't want to do it when your brain is still figuring shit out. It's better to wait. And that way you can ensure that you have a really good, fun, positive experience Mm -hmm. and do it outside. Do it with friends. PSA people. PSA. Do drugs with friends. (laughs) Do drugs
2: with friends. Yeah. Or not at all. But don't use it to self-medicate.
0: Don't use it to self-medicate. Do you want to know why? Because it's not fun. It's not fun when you do drugs to self-medicate. It's only fun when you do drugs. To have fun with friends. To have fun with friends and have a light experience. You don't need to go crazy when you do take it and cross that line. It's not fun. If you're a drunk crier, stop getting drunk. yeah, Definitely. And sometimes it's the red wine for you girls out there. So remember, (laughs) don't drink a lot of red wine when you're having a bad day. It's a really bad idea.
2: Well, I've struggled with sobriety and I talked with my therapist about it and she gave me the best advice for anyone out there that's struggling with sobriety. This was some great advice that was given to me. If you're someone who's, I don't know, spiritual or something, you might identify with this. But um, she told me, I was like, I really love drugs. Like I miss the way it would make me feel. Like when I would eat some pot candy, then I felt like I could be more creative and do my work better or whatever it is. And she was like, well, the Native Americans used drugs as a teacher, So you could be more creative and you could go to those places or you could be more fun in a social situation, but they would always stop because it was just a teacher. So anytime you do those drugs, they do teach you, but you can go to that place. And I really do like even now, some people are drinking, some people aren't, but I feel like I'm on your level because Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be empathetic to your energy Mm -hmm. and present. And present. And you know what? I'm not going to do anything I regret. And it's okay. I can still feel fun. I can still feel a part of it. I just went to a bachelorette party. And I have been having so much anxiety about this for months because this was my best friend from college and all we did together was party. And I was like the biggest party girl. And I still had fun with all those girls. I remember just talking with them and feeling drunk too. And I'm like, I'm not drunk. This is so funny. But I was like laughing more easily and giggling more easily. And because their energy was at ease yeah once you get rid of the
1: hang-ups about i'm not drunk people are gonna think i'm a party pooper as long as you're with people who don't
2: think you're a party pooper for not drinking it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't ruin anybody's time and honestly everyone out there anytime someone is abstaining from drinking don't ask why don't ask
0: don't give them a hard time don't give them a hard time. you want to know why because then you you fucker are a party pooper nobody wants to talk about why unless they want to talk about why don't ask him oh
2: gosh oh one time I just wanted to punch somebody in the face because we were at a social event and this was a mature like lawyer guy and he loved to drink and he just questioned over and over you're not gonna have a drink why and I was like because he's sober so rude shut up and he's like well I know everything about alcohol I used to be a bartender oh dude it's like then they overcompensate yeah just like can you just not you know yeah yeah also like how
1: old
0: are we because you don't need other people to drink yeah if you want to have a drink how a fucking drink exactly why does it matter so much to you whether or not this person drinks it's your
1: problem if you feel like you're doing something wrong if you're the only one in the room drinking yes, that sounds like you need some therapy i don't give two fucks if no one else is drinking
0: and i want a beer same unless i'm at work then that's a different story Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah then it's like you get the brown paper bag
1: it was really funny because i worked with a crew and the boss was from australia they I drink love Australia. all the time. They're oh, so Oh yeah, fun. they're so fun. They drink all the time. And every day at lunch, he'd get a beer. And like, you know, I never did because I was new. So I was like, eh. You're like, is this a test? Well, yeah, but then everyone else kind of was. So I started having, he was like, oh, finally. He's like, I just didn't know if you wanted to drink or not. I was like, yeah, I just didn't really, you know, I've never worked with a crew that it was like totally normal to go out to lunch and have a beer. Mm-hmm. He's like, this country. He's like, everywhere else in the fucking world, you can go to the pub for lunch and have a beer like a responsible adult and nobody's gonna fucking say a word it's just this country it's all uptight about drinking at work he's like having one beer with food it's not gonna make me drunk and if it does well don't do it Mm -hmm. but like it's a beer it's different if you're going and getting a fucking hard glass of tequila on the rocks Mm -hmm. but like a beer or a mixed drink Mm -hmm. who gives a fuck
2: yeah Yeah. and i was like that's so refreshing yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if that mentality makes people not want to binge so much on the drinking i think it absolutely does because this is not not as forbidden it's not this taboo thing
0: it's like oh no you're Mm -hmm. on the edge because you're having a drink at an off hour
1: well it's also like the whole thing about europe where the drinking age is like 14 Mm -hmm. you can go and have a or 16 or 16 i think it depends on what country you're at in europe Mm -hmm. but like 14 16 whatever it is you can go to a fucking restaurant and order a glass of wine before you can drive and it's just totally normalized so people don't do what they do here and go turn 21 and just get belligerently drunk and waste their college years getting wasted Mm -hmm. because you couldn't you can't
2: You know, it's like, it's so weird. It's almost expected of you to go to college and binge drink, even by your parents. Like, you're not cool if you're not coming home and telling stories about, like, oh, it's at this frat party, whatever. And I don't think that's okay. I don't know, because I made so many mistakes in college from binge drinking. (laughs) I remember one time I did hash marks on my arm. What? Um, What is that? With with a razor blade? With how many shots I took, and it was like 10 shots. I went to the bar, completely blacked out, and... Yeah, I just remember waking up on a library bench.
0: Isn't it so interesting By myself,
2: outside. The amount of alcohol
0: you could drink in college was- Wildly that. different. It's like mm-hmm. a, a stripe, and every stripe oh, you yeah. get is like a more honorable, like, respectable, like, <laughs> fuck yeah, this yeah, you bitch can tanked. hold their alcohol. I
1: remember me and my girlfriends used to each drink a bottle of wine ourselves oh, before yeah. going to the bar. Why? Then we would, would go to the anything. bar and have shots mm-hmm. and get, just continue to drink- I mean, I was holding that liquor. Never once threw oh, up. Yeah. Never. Damn, bro. And I only blacked out twice. That's when we played shot pong. That's a bad idea. Oh. Elaborate. Like beer pong, but with shots. Shot pong. <laughs> Have you never played shot beer pong? You play beer pong. Oh, hell yeah. So instead of beer in the cups, it's a shot.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. I love no that. So
1: there's like 12. <laughs> what is wrong with us in college? We're supposed to be learning. It was all about
0: drinking and partying and yeah. it was not about fun. learning. To be fair,
1: I went to college in a different country, so it's not any different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was really fun. It was
1: It was. just when you put a bunch of horny 20 somethings or like teens to 20 somethings together living for the first time away from their parents all next door to each other mm-hmm. with free reign and call and classes aren't that often you know you're it's young, trouble you're it's young trouble you're young and you're stupid and you just got plopped down but that's why you do it in college that's why i think college is good for everybody it's a learning experience you learn well, and you get goal. it out of your system that's the hopefully goal, yes you
0: learn and you go through it in college i always tell youngins that It's okay to do stuff, but it's better to do stuff when you're a bit older and Mm -hmm. in college. You want to wait till your brain is developed a little bit more. Well, and you can say there's a stop point. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, that was a bad idea. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then You you can reflect on it because you have you have years of how you've gotten to know yourself as who you are. Yeah. If you drink prior to that, that's an altered state.
1: Yeah. So when
0: you pause and just wait till you're a little bit older, I just think you have a better sense of who you are and then you can navigate that better. Yeah. My problem is
2: I didn't know how to stop binge drinking. I was like, yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can drink with me. And it felt (laughs) so good. Well, but you figured your way out of it. That's the thing is like, I feel Mm -hmm. like people who either don't go to college or wait until they're out of college to have those types of experiences. It's bad because you don't have the time to recover. It's just downhill for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Whereas you had the time to recover. Yeah. You're still young enough where it's like you figured it out and you figured out how to stop. You know, luckily you had a good people around you probably
2: who helped. Definitely.
1: But and some people don't have that but like mm-hmm. I don't know I just think college is just like so important it is so just important. for the experiences even the sexual ones yeah because if like you don't have the responsibilities like yeah you have to pass school but mm-hmm. like it's just school
0: I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for college. Same. I'm so grateful. Same. I'm so grateful. Best
2: years of my life.
0: I wouldn't say they're the best years of my life. I had ups and downs with college.
1: It was an experience that I needed to live through to get to where I'm at. That was the best
0: experience of my life. The prior years were bumpy.
1: I actually really enjoyed high school. So, Oh, I did not. I was not a popular kid, but I still enjoyed it. I was a big fan. College. Mm.
2: College was for me. I came into myself for sure during college. And like as I get older, I keep learning stuff about myself and I Always keep changing. Well. If you're that's not learning goal. and growing, there's a problem. That's the goal. You
0: guys, we can wrap this up. Okay. I want to say Good thank episode, you. episode, you guys. We've had a, we've This is chatted, like a PSA
1: episode. It's not really funny.
0: But I think there's, there's a little bit of both. and And I think that's what I really like about doing this podcast is you don't know what you're going to get. There's some funny, there's some heart and there's some learning experiences learning experiences and just a sharing of here's the thing yes communication is
1: huge it's key and like you don't realize other people are going through the same things if you don't talk about it I took me a very long time to like because my family didn't talk about anything like we didn't talk about anything never had the sex talk nothing Uh uh-huh so like I Mm -hmm. didn't realize it was normal to talk about everything
2: Right. I didn't either. My and family, then, same yeah. yeah,
0: we, I didn't really talk either. But like, what is everything? Is
1: like, there a line like with your girlfriends? You talk about sex and sexual experiences mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I never had that in high school. Oh, yeah, like no. I didn't talk to my girlfriends like that in high school. Like, I didn't it wasn't either. a thing, Mm-mm. but like, that's also a college thing. I feel like you start kind of
2: yeah. coming out of
1: your shell mm-hmm. because you're figuring out who you are. And like, if you're going through it, I guarantee you someone else's mm-hmm. or yeah. has or okay. knows someone who has. So like, yeah. talk about shit.
2: I know it's so important. Like even on that bachelorette trip, I kind of was open. I decided I was like, I'm gonna go in and say I'm on this medicine and I can't drink. And then I decided just to be open and just be like, yeah, COVID was kind of hard and I've been struggling. <laughs> and so many people opened up to me. This one girl was like, my mom's been sober for 28 years. I'm like, everyone has a story. And another girl was like, um, she was actually pregnant and she was like, this is really hard for me because I'm having to be sober for the mm, first time. Yeah. And I'm like, you, I love to drink and party and do drugs. And we just had this heart heart too it's just it's just interesting it's yeah. like better to be honest
1: well and because you never know there's also always a different side of the story where the, someone experienced the same thing but had a different experience or has advice about something just talk
0: about shit to your friends you realize how human we all are and mm-hmm. that the experiences. Maybe there's a couple different variables, but overall you can understand, empathize with one another. You're not alone yeah. in this fucking life.
2: Yeah, and you don't have to be perfect. That's you don't always, have to be perfect. I used to just conceal the truth because mm-hmm. I wanted to be perfect, and now I'm just trying to be like, yeah. I'm not perfect. This and is I think, me. I think people <laughs> respond
0: to it. I think it's... I think so. I think it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Well, you feel less alone you feel us alone and i mm-hmm. and i think we've reached a point in society where we can share more with our close friends than maybe we maybe was a socially acceptable in the past yeah. oh yeah and you can have some humor around it too mm-hmm. yeah. which is important that's where i like to come in
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. um
0: so okay let's just do one takeaway communicate
2: honesty is key just honesty is
0: key and ghosts are real New episodes dropping every Wednesday.
2: Great. Held it.